Guys, today we are so excited to bring you one of the coolest people on Instagram, in my opinion. We have Rayanne Langus of Ray Every Day today. She is a lifestyle and fashion blogger. Guys, wait until you hear this resume. She is a graphic designer, a curve model, a body activist. She's been in Shape Magazine, 303 Magazine, Elle Spain. She's worked with Old Navy, H&M, Good American. Guys, the list goes on and on, and we are just so excited to welcome her to the podcast today. So, hi, Rianne. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for having me. We are pumped you're here. That was such a great introduction, Kristen. <laughs> Girlfriend I has know. a resume. Like, I love it. It is powerful. It is so cool. So, I, Ryan, I'm going to kind of give you the reins. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself to the TGL listeners. Tell us all about you and what you do and what makes you so awesome. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for that amazing introduction, and thank you for having me. Um, yeah, my name is Rayanne. Um, I currently live in L.A. I've been here for about a year now, um, working as a curve model, fashion blogger, body activist with also still some graphic design <laughs> in there. That's uh, what I studied in college. Um, I'm originally from Denver um, and I moved back there after I graduated and uh, was working in um, a, at a branding agency doing um, social media and graphic design um, and then kind of took the plunge and moved to LA a little bit over a year ago and have been doing modeling and blogging full-time since then. Um, and yeah, it's kind of crazy to say that still. I'm like, this is what I do now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. I didn't realize you're from Denver. I'm in Denver too. I love, oh my gosh, I miss it so much. Oh, I love oh it. Gosh. It's the best. We're in a blizzard warning, so that's not exactly that cool. Uh. But <laughs> oh, I don't, and I don't miss the snow. I don't envy you in that regard. <laughs> yeah. It's so much nicer weather-wise. Well, it's been really rainy in, in LA and San Diego, so. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're such like babies here when it comes to the weather. We are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're so spoiled. Well, so let's dive into kind of just who you are. And you said that you are a curve model, which you just moved out to LA, a year ago. So kind of relatively new into the modeling world, right? Totally. Yeah. No, I definitely still feel very new in this world. And I've learned a lot in the time that I've been here. Um, I know a lot of these girls have been in the game since they were like 15, 16. Um, so I still feel very new. I was doing it when I was in Denver, but um, as I'm sure most people know, you know, that's not the market <laughs> really for it. You have to be in either New York or LA. Um, and yeah, so I still, I feel very new. And I'm, like I said, I'm learning a lot about this industry. It's, it's a crazy, yeah. crazy world. <laughs> it's, I'm sure. I mean, it is a crazy world. Um, so to average, to average women just every day, I know you've said on, I think your blog and Instagram, you, you're a size 12 to 14. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And in the modeling world, that's considered curvy or plus size. So have you always considered your si your yourself plus size or because in the, in the real world, it's just like normal size, you know? So right. right. I think like the whole concept of sizing is so funny because like as women, we get so caught up on like the label and the number. Um, and it's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to like go up a size. And 
I, I don't know. I just think it's strange how we think that way. Um, but no, I haven't always identified as plus size because I really am like right in that like in between um like the in betweenies at like a size 12 (laughs) um because like I mean it's 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 strange to be in in the middle because sometimes I identify like plus size that that fits me and I'm like great and sometimes I can fit into straight size clothing and I'm like cool um so I've kind of lost that like I, I just don't get hung up on the number anymore or the label because I can go either way. And honestly, I just don't think it matters. Um, but also in the modeling world, like the sizing spectrum is so like skewed versus in the real world. Like I know girls who are US size eight who are working as curve models. Um, and I think some people just, it, it's a label that it makes it easier for people to identify with. And it's an industry term. So I understand why the term is there. Um, like straight size versus plus size. Um, but I honestly just don't really take it into consideration. I'm just like, this is me. I'm my size, you know? I'm yeah. not plus size and straight size. I'm just my size. So you just totally answered a question that Wit and I were going back and forth on. So when we were writing these questions for you, we found ourselves kind of tripping over the word curve model. And what's the other model? Like, what is the other model? I mean, in our book, you're all models because we're not one. So you (laughs) just called a skinny model a straight model. Is that the term for, you know, a skinny model? Yes, I would say the terms are like the categories would be the straight size model and the curve model. Um, And then like a new term I would say is like a non-traditional model. Um, So it's just like, yeah, I would say straight size and it's so confusing. I'm like, what are we? What are the terms we're using? But straight size versus plus size or curve is becoming more popular these days are kind of the two main categories when it comes to sizing for, for models. Yeah, I I had no idea. My whole, I mean, I love fashion <laughs> and I had no idea that's what it is. And I feel like often for myself, maybe you want to like tiptoe around some of these words because we don't you just don't even know what to say like and it's just such a it's just such an unknown world I feel like unless you're in the modeling world you have no idea what it's like what the terms are like nothing so thank you for clearing that up for us (laughs) we literally just had that question coming up (laughs) yeah (laughs) of course yes it's definitely uh, we'll kind of dive into the body positivity because talking about this straight versus curvy and I mean, those those lines seem to be blurred like we're talking about where you have girls now that are a size eight but are kind of working as plus size. And then so where do you see the industry at now? Like, where do you see it going? What's your perspective? Do you see those lines being blurred even more? I think so. I think it's definitely, we've come like a long way in the industry. There's still a long way to go. Um, but I do think that hopefully one day it'll just be you know, I'm a model. I'm not a straight size model or a curve model. It's all just models. Um, and I, it's amazing to see also one thing I want to say is I always thought of a lot about diversity in the modeling world, just as straight size versus plus size. So completely in regards to like 
weight and your figure, um, because that's what I identified with. That was my insecurity. Um, And I was recently on set with a company who even like pushed those boundaries further with diversity and were showing, um, you know, a model in a wheelchair, um, a model who had birthmarks. And I think it's, I, I hope to see the modeling world continue. all types of disabilities, abilities, and, and things like that, including size, because it is so much more than just, I'm a straight size model or a plus size model. Like we have so much more to go in that regard. And even when it comes, you know, to male models, which is like a whole new world. I was actually reading an article about um, how they have our, our casting plus size male models now for brands like ASOS. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are getting there. We're getting closer in the industry. We've got a long way to go. Uh, but I think we're def- the industry is definitely headed in the right direction. That's cool. So you, I mean, you mentioned earlier that you've been in the modeling industry for about a year since you moved to LA. Mm-hmm. Well, since you've been in LA, it's been a year. So what is your overall experience? I mean, what is your overall experience in this industry? Is it good? Is it bad? You're, you say you're seeing this trend, but towards, you know, inclusivity and, you know, accepting diversity. What's your perspective on it now? Like, what is your general take on the modeling industry? That's such a good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> it kind of, honestly, it, it, it's such a roller coaster. Um, it's a hard job to be in because it boils down to you are being judged and booked. Your career is, is completely based on your outward appearance. It doesn't matter how hard, you know, obviously hard work pays off. Yes. But at the end of the day, it boils down to what you look like. And that can be very difficult. Um, because I know I, I felt a lot of pressure, you know, I was on set, um, at the end of last year for like a dream client. It was a really big, um, campaign. Um, and the director had made a comment about, um, you know, the bags under my eyes and it was just, you take it so personally, um, you're just kind of seen as like an object that, you know, not always a human, which is really difficult. But then on the flip side, the other side of the spectrum to be able to have a platform where I can, use that to help women see themselves represented in a major campaign is makes it all worth it. Like for a girl to say, Oh my gosh, like I never thought I could wear that until I saw you modeling those jeans or whatever. And, and that's what makes it worth it. But it can be, it can be such a hard position to be in, to be completely judged by just your outward appearance and not who you are at your core as a human being. Well, I have to commend you because it takes a strong person to say what you just said. Mm -hmm. And I'll just give a little backstory. Growing up, I started at 13. I was 5'11 and 115 pounds and very much like meeting with all these agencies, had a ton of interest. And it took one agency saying, you're 5'11", 115 pounds. Oh, you're just too athletic for us. Guys, 5'11", and 115 pounds. And I was 13. And that ruined my my self-worth and, and where I was at at that age. Mm-hmm. It takes such a strong person 
to be able to sit there and say, this is who I am. I'm going to own it and do this for other women to mm-hmm. show, you know, to just show that we are included and there's, there's this diversity out there. And again, what's your perspective? Again, rabbit trail. You said so <laughs> many of these girls start at the age of 13. Where's your mindset at coming in the game later to their mindset? coming in early, like, do you see that they've been impacted and, and hurt? There's some hurt, you know, in their life because they've just heard this their whole life kind of getting knocked down, knocked down. Yeah, I think, so I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of girls who are working now as curve models, but when they started at a younger age, they were trying to um, make it as a straight size model. So they were desperately trying to fit into this mold um and it was hard on them like it's it's just wearing on you to constantly be told change this change that you're you're too skinny you're too fat it just is exhausting um and so now that they can work at a healthy like natural weight where they find themselves um there a lot of their careers are better than ever they're more can be more successful than they ever thought they could be um but it's it's scary because especially as young girls who are getting into this at like 15 16 like you are so much more um like the impact can be so much greater because you're young you you know don't know who you are you're still trying to figure it out um as I'm sure a lot of women are in their 20s too but you are a little (laughs) bit more secure you're more secure at that age um, so it is, I think it's just kind of scary that the impact that it can have on young girls. And that's why it's important. I think for older women who have a platform to speak out, um, to let these younger girls know that you don't need to look like your best friend who's, you know, 20 pounds lighter than you to be beautiful. It's what's beautiful is you guys are both uniquely you and your right. differences are what make that. Um, so yeah, I just think it's important to impact those young girls in a positive way when this industry can impact them so powerfully in a negative way. Yeah. So one thing I will say is you said that, you know, it's hard because you're judged on what you look like and that's it. And you're not judged on your inside. But one thing I will say is your social media does such a wonderful job of showing your character and who you are. And I think when Whitney first brought you to my attention to kind of look into, I stalked you for like two hours because I was just, and I feel like I related so well. Cause like we've all had body issues and struggles with that. And I think you do such an amazing job of translating who you are in your whole, I don't want to say what you're selling because it's you. I mean, you are just positive. And I think you do such a good job of really using your social media to show your inside while you're being beautiful and showing what you're modeling. And so I just want to commend you on that. Cause I think that's such a hard thing to translate. Like you're a beautiful girl who also just like spews positivity. And I, I just like absolutely gravitated towards you. Well, and so thank you. your social media is becoming like part of your selling power? Like, do you see that that has helped you gain campaigns? Oh, definitely. I think social media is so, um, is so important for, you know, it's just important no matter what you're trying to do as a model or entrepreneur, or if you're whatever business you're growing, social media is like where it's at now. It's 
people spend so much time there. I think it's so important. And I've actually landed two of my biggest campaigns because they found me through Instagram. Wow. Um, so yeah, I think it's pretty important. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Can you tell us yeah. what those campaigns were? Are they completed campaigns or? They, they're completed. So it was um, my old Navy campaign and my recent campaign for Nike. So Wow. Wait, you have a, you're working with Nike? Where did I miss that? <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's, <laughs> yes, I got to shoot with Nike um, at the end of last year and it was amazing. It was so, I was like so nervous because it was like the biggest campaign I had booked and oh, I was terrified, um, <laughs> but it was great. So yeah, there it's down there um, like online marketing. And so you'll probably see on like Pinterest ads, Facebook ads. Yeah. and stuff like that so how cool yeah. that is so that is so neat I just I love, Thank you. I love hearing that um so we loved a quote uh that you posted I can't remember if it was on your blog or if it was on Instagram but you said you are worthy of passion of passionate love no matter if you are a size 2 or size 22 I feel like women struggle with the idea regardless of their size how did you come to this point of loving your body, accepting yourself? How did you get to this point? It's, um, I, I always like to preface that it is a long journey changing the mindset you have about your body. It doesn't happen overnight. I think people are like, see, you know, girls like me who speak out about it and they're like, oh, they just have that confidence that I don't have. I was not like this. Like in high school, I was so self-conscious. Like I couldn't even like talk to a boy because all I thought was like, oh my God, he's going to think I'm fat. Um, and it wasn't until the light bulb moment for me was I was in college and Ashley Graham's very first ad in Sports Illustrated, it was for Swimsuits for All came out. She was like in this, you know, like sexy black bikini and she just looked amazing. And there was so much buzz around it. And that was the first time that I remember seeing someone who I identified with, who looked like me, being celebrated for her size and was beautiful. And like, it it just like clicked in my mind where I was like, hang on a second. I guess I can <laughs> be beautiful at my size. Like I have wasted so much time trying to change who I am and wishing I was something else. Yeah. Um, and from that moment on, I realized, you know, I can be beautiful. Um, and I started working at that relationship. So like the relationship you have with your body is like any other relationship you have. It takes work. You have to invest in it. There's going to be ups and downs. Some days are going to be great and you're going to feel good about your body and other days you aren't. Um, and you're never going to just get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm good. I love my body now. <laughs> All's well. That doesn't happen either. Um, it takes constant work because basically you have to reprogram your brain on how you think because yeah. I used to wake up and think, oh my gosh, I am disgusting. Like I hate my stomach. My thighs are, I, I like couldn't hate myself more, which is so sad to think about. And so of course, if I said, I hate my stomach, I hate my thighs, I'm fat, I'm ugly. Of course I would believe that because that's what I was telling myself every single right. day. So to change that, you have to say, stop, stop saying those negative things and say, I am beautiful. You know, my, I've got a soft stomach. That's okay. I don't need to have a completely flat stomach. My thighs touch. That's okay. I love my body. I love who I am. 
And it does sound cheesy at first to like say these things to yourself, but it works because you are reprogramming your brain and how you think. And over time, that's just how you're going to think. You're not going to immediately revert to these negative limiting beliefs. Right. So it's like daily affirmations for you, just including that into your healthy lifestyle. And where is that line for you having there's a healthy lifestyle and then there's not being healthy because I'm sure you see the not being healthy in the industry. So it's, it's a fine line of taking care of yourself, but not depleting yourself. So where is, I always, on my platform, I like to just focus on number one, being healthy because you see unhealthy on both sides of the spectrum of straight size modeling and plus size modeling, which is kind of a taboo thing to say, honestly, in the industry right now. Um, but it's about being healthy. I don't think you should deprive yourself, starve yourself and on that side, but I also don't think you should just, you know, not exercise and always eat horribly. Like that's not good either. It's about feeding your body good foods, but also on occasion going out, having beers with your friends, um, going to work out. And it's just that for me, it's been a complete lifestyle change. Working out is part of my daily life. Eating good foods is part of my daily life, but same as I still will go out and enjoy, you know, French fries and wine. Um, it's just <laughs> all about, all about balance. So that's what I try and preach is just healthy over everything else. Um, and that looks, but it's also good to know that looks different for everybody because I've found kind of my groove right now where I'm healthy at a size 12. Um, but that's not the same for everybody. Um, so I think it's important for women to not look to someone else for what their version of healthy is. They really have to figure that out for themselves. Um, cause I think we spend a lot of time looking at someone else and comparing, um, and one of my favorite quotes is comparison is a thief of joy. You, you get lost looking at someone else where you really just need to stay in your lane, focus on you and what that looks like for you. And I think that's hard on Instagram. You, I mean, I'm totally guilty of it, of looking at someone. Tall that person is, you don't know if they have something going on. Like you look at someone and you're like, I want to look like that in those clothes and what they're wearing, but you have no idea if they're five ten, if they're five foot. And so mm-hmm. I think that is such, I love what you preach of just balance and finding your healthy for you and finding your version of healthy. If that's five, eight and 150 pounds or six, one. And, you know, I think totally, it looks different for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. The nurse in me loves you know, hearing that, because I think it's so easy to look at someone, whether you're a curve model or a a straight model and, and say, well, she looks like that. She's promoting being this size. So I'm just going to live my life that way. And, And just, it's, you have to look at the health aspect of it, the under, like, are you getting your yearly checkups? Are your health, you know, is your blood work clean and healthy and and looking good? And I just, I, I struggle with that in this world of modeling now that, now that I'm in the healthcare world, just kind of making sure you're healthy uh, in every way, you know? Mm-hmm. So I love that you touched on that. 
Totally. Yeah. You can't, you can't know someone's story just by a photo or mm-hmm. looking at them from one angle. There is so much more to their, their story than that. So what is one thing in your life or one resource that you have that's really helped you maintain this healthy lifestyle? What would you say? Is it the gym? Is it a certain workout method you use? Is it, do you have a certain diet or eating style or? I think, um, I don't follow like any specific diet or anything like that. Um, but it does, I think one thing we're not taught a lot about is like healthy foods and eating. And so I'm still learning a lot because I wasn't taught, taught that really. Um, so I'm still learning and doing research. Um, but I, I know what foods make me feel good and I know what foods don't make me feel good. (laughs) Um, and so I just try to focus on having, you know, healthy foods, lots of fruits, veggies. Um, and then when it comes to working out, I know that can be kind of an intimidating thing for a lot of people. And some people say, you know, they hate working out and they hate going to the gym. Um, but honestly, over the working out part is easier for me than the eating part. I love to indulge much more in my diet, which is something I, you know, I'm still working on. But the working out part for me, I just, it makes me feel so good. Um, and I do it because it makes me feel strong. Um, it clears my head. Um, it just puts me in such a good mindset. Um, and so that, that's been huge for me. And I always preach to women to find something that, you know, if you're intimidated by exercise or scared, or you hate working out, just like try everything like yoga, hiking, you know, spin class, because you're not going to know if you like it until you try it. So just try it. Um, that's, that's the hardest part. Um, but I do think it's so important to find an activity that makes you feel good because you're just, you're, it makes you stronger mentally. It's, I think it's huge for women, um, to clear their mind, focus on growth. Um, so I'm just like, try it all. You'll find something I guarantee you that you like and makes you feel good. (laughs) I love that. It's I'm a huge gym advocate too because it just clears my mind. It's I need it every day to just de-stress. So same. It's amazing. <laughs> it, it really is. So the other uh, day, or I well, I was reading your blog again. We just kind of did a bunch of stalking, and you had a post about that really you know, touched Kristen and myself because we related and it it was talking about, you were out to lunch with a significant other and he ordered a burger and, or he ordered a salad and you ordered a burger. And in that moment, you felt very insecure about those health choices um, because he was ordering a salad and you were ordering a burger. And so what tips and encouragement do you give women who have felt this with their significant other and what have you found that helps you get past this? Yeah, I think that's a whole nother aspect of like learning to love your body that is like a whole nother ball game. Um, I've learned that for me, um, at the time I was dating someone who was very into health and fitness and by society standards, he had, you know, an amazing body <laughs> that most people don't have. And that really challenged really brought out my insecurities. And I had to think about, okay, why is his fitness level and his health bringing out my insecurities? And I think it kind of boiled down to the fact that as women, for so long, we've been told we need to be 
small, petite, protected, um, and the man needs to be, you know, strong, dominant, um, you know, that protector um, kind of thing. And it really, I think a lot of women struggle with that when they don't, when they feel like they are either the larger person in the relationship or they're not there. It just brings out the insecurities, which I think that post, I got a lot of messages saying that they had felt the same way in their relationship. Um, when you're out to dinner, yeah, and I want to eat a burger and he eats a salad, you can't, you don't need to feel that decision has zero impact on who you are as a person and your value. I think that's what it boils down to. Um, and I also learned through conversations with my boyfriend at the time, I remember asking him, I was like, why are you attracted to me? Like you could have any woman, um, because in my mind, I wasn't worthy of someone who had that body um, or that physique. And it really was my insecurities. I had nothing to do with him and his body. Um, but he told me, he was like, I'm attracted to you as a human being, um, physically and emotionally. Um, it doesn't matter to me if you're a size 12 or a size two, like I love you. So it's kind of, I just tell women, you have to step out of the fact that your value is completely based on your outward appearance. Because that's where I think people get hung up on. Like, why would this man love me? Well, why wouldn't he love you? You're smart. You're intelligent. You're successful. Um, you're so much more than just what you look like on the outside. You're so much more than the number inside your genes. Um, yes. So as women, it's our role. We have to let go of that and understand our value outside of our physical appearance. And I think then we will attract relationships, opportunities, and other things that we really are worthy of because we believe that we're worthy of them. Yeah. Um, and I think we're seeing that more come to light that women are embracing their curves and they don't, they shouldn't feel self-conscious in their relationships because they understand that they are beautiful and strong and confident women. Yeah. I relate so much. I, do, I just <laughs> like want to yell preach to that. Cause my yeah. husband and I always have a game. I'm like, are you going to have a beer or like, are you going to have a glass of wine? Cause if you're not, then I'm not, you know, or like, are you going to get dessert? Cause if you're not, then I'm not. And he's like, he's always like, Chris, like, it doesn't matter if you want an extra glass of wine. Like, I don't care, you know? And it's, he doesn't care at all. And he doesn't ever make me feel guilty for that, but it's totally my insecurity about what I'm eating or about what I am, what I'm eating really is what it comes down to. And I think it's, you have such a good perspective on that, that I'm just, yeah. Trying to like leech your your positivity out of that. I was, I was totally rambling, so I'm glad we got no. that. <laughs> no. I relate. Being six one, I my whole life, and people that listen to this podcast that know me, I it's hard to find a guy that is tall. Think, imagine I was six one in high school, like from I don't know ninth grade. So finding people that I was dating, like I constantly felt bigger. And I also struggle with thyroid issues. So until I figured that out in the last year, I was 20 pounds heavier or so than I am now. And so I think so many women deal with this. And it wasn't until I was older. And again, going back to what you were saying in the industry, having those older women come around these younger models and share this knowledge is so important because 
until I was older, I couldn't grasp that either. I couldn't realize um, that I was worthy. When I saw my husband in the bar, I was like, he would never. Yes, I met my husband in a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Sailor. Um, But I just, I literally, still in that moment, I was like, he's way too hot. Like, he would never be interested in me, never want to talk to me. And... I mean, it's crazy the things that we say to each other. And could you imagine if we, which is what I'm doing with my daughter, I'm instilling daily affirmations in her. Could you imagine this next generation of women if we help them just accept who they are and love who they are, the amount of things we could get done and what we could see happen in this world? Just, I I just, my mind is blown when I think about it. So I know, I'm right there with you. It's going to be amazing. I think so much of how our how we view ourselves is based on our experiences growing up. Like especially when it comes to our bodies, the way your mom talked about her body, the way she talked about her relationship with food, that is exactly what shapes us into how we live our life now. So if you're doing that with your daughter and other women are doing the same like we are going to be raising the most amazing (laughs) next generation of women and it's just going to be like incredible and I'm so excited to see you know what's next um because as women we are like pushing boundaries in so many ways right now um and it's just so cool to see it is special okay so I hate to bring this up but do you have haters who are your haters I mean we've all got them (laughs) Or are you finding that because we are in this really cool, like cultural shift, I feel like we are like people are actually being really supportive on this, on your mission of body positivity and owning what God gave you. So are you, are you seeing haters or are hopefully people just being super supportive of you? Honestly, the, I don't have many haters and Good. I'm like, knock, knock on wood because I'm like, I'm like, okay, maybe the day is coming. Like I'm terrified. Um, but right now where I'm at, of course I get that comment every so often. Um, and honestly, I just click that block button and don't even, (laughs) um, and I'm all for constructive criticism a hundred percent. Um, but when they're just like gen mean comments that bring no value to anybody, I just don't have time for that. So luckily I think I've got really lucky that I have a space where, um, it's a very positive and uplifting community. So luckily I don't have to deal with any haters and let's cross our fingers that that stays that way. But that's amazing. I'm really glad to hear that. And I think that's just because your whole mission is so positive that there's just no space for that. Yeah. Right. We don't deal with haters here. We, we kick them to the curb too. So, (laughs) all right. I have to also bring up because we talked about some of your really cool campaigns, but I'm a fangirl of good American and the Kardashians, Chloe specifically. So tell us how you got this campaign and what it meant to work for the brand. And of course, Chloe. So it's actually funny. This was another one that I actually got through social media. Crazy. Um, I was, I had never tried their jeans before and I was kind of hesitant. I was like $160 jeans. Like, are they worth it? So I bought a pair and I was like, Oh my gosh, they're amazing. <laughs> they're <laughs> so amazing. Just, like, tagging them and posting them. And um, that led to a relationship um, with, you know, their team. Um, and then they were working on a project 
um, which actually came out today. Um, they're showing, they cast 24 or I think 24 models. So they're showing all of their styles of jeans on a size double zero to a size 24. Um, and wow. I have not seen, I know, I have not seen any um, retailer do it to this degree yet. Um, so it's really, really exciting and really cool because it makes shopping such a more pleasant experience yeah. because every single woman can go there and say, oh, that's what that style is going to look like on me. Um, yeah. So that's that is that amazing. I know you guys will have to go check it out. Um, it's, it's Are you a part of the, that group? Yes. Yeah. So I okay. represented the size 12 in this new campaign. Um, so that was amazing. And everyone that you have the same question of everyone like, Oh my gosh, did you meet Chloe? I didn't sadly. I, I wish I would. I, I am such a Kardashian <laughs> fan. Like I'm obsessed with them. When I lived in Calabasas, I was like always on the hunt. Just, <laughs> I was like, am I going to see Kardashian today? Ooh. Um, so I'm, so sad I didn't meet her it's probably a good thing because I think I would have just like turned into a complete like creep if I saw her like oh my god I love so you so funny I uh, Chloe Kardashian if you are listening yeah. we all would like to meet you yes <laughs> please we, oh my gosh I think you you said a really pivotal thing for for influencers and models that you took advantage of social media and you bought a pair yourself right because I think a lot of influencers expect just to be given stuff, but you bought a pair yourself and you started tagging and blowing up their Instagram and making yourself known. So that right there is another little nugget. We always like to give our people, nu- you know, little nuggets to take away that you do have to actually sometimes buy those products and put in some work to get known, Push you know, yourself. Oh, 100%. I'm like, you have to, you can't wait for opportunities to just come into your inbox. Like I, you have to always be putting yourself out there, no matter what industry you're in. All of my opportunities have come from like such crazy circumstances. Like I was invited to this conference a couple months ago and I was like, "Ah, I don't know if I want to go. Like I could easily just stay home. And I was like, no, Rayanne, you're going to go. You're going to go network and put yourself out there. And I met a girl who works for Nike. We followed each other on Instagram. She loved my stuff. And that's how that came, campaign came about. Um, so it's like, you just never know where your next connection is coming from. So I'm all about that. You have to hustle, 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 put yourself out there and don't wait around for anybody. Exactly. Amen to that. We will also... <laughs> put on our Instagram, the campaign, the good American campaign and show off Rayanne today. So yeah, we will find that and share that with you guys. Okay. Rayanne. So what can we expect from you? What does 2019 look like for you? Um, (laughs) because I have a million, I always joke, like when people say what you do, I'm like, Oh, I'm a model, I'm a blogger, a body activist, graphic designer. Like I have so many things going on. So I'm like, by my, I wish you could see like into my mind, <laughs> but probably not. That'd be a scary place. It's like crazy. Um, so in 2019, um, I really am trying to get back to my why of why I started this blog, why I wanted to get into modeling, why, what value am I bringing to the world? Um, and it kind of boils down to, I want to 
help women feel good about themselves because I remember a time where my whole life was just the feelings of my insecurities were crippling. And if I can help even just one woman get over that is, is what I want to be doing. Um, so I'm hoping in 2019 to start launching, um, some programs of one-on-one mentoring with women, um, maybe even some retreats, um, basically just ways where women can get together, celebrate each other and feel good about themselves. Um, but there's a lot of stuff in the works. And of course you will still be seeing lots of content from me on Instagram, working with some of my favorite brands like good American, um, hopefully some more big so campaigns. Exciting. Yay. Yay. So well, what I'm doing and even more. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. I'm going to continue to stalk you. I know all of our our listeners will too. So we ask every guest the, at the very end, we have to know what is the best piece of advice you've ever gotten from your best friend? I, I've been thinking about this one. Um, <laughs> and I might not have the most like traditional answer, but the best piece of advice is actually, my dad is one of my best friends. He is honestly such an amazing man. I love him to death. And it was after... I graduated from college. I was going through a breakup and I was just in a really bad place. And he said, you know, Ran, I'm not going to make you happy. No boyfriend that you have is going to make you happy. Um, You're the only person that can make you happy. And that has really like just stuck with me over the years because I think I always said to myself, you know, if I land this job that then I'm going to be happy. If I lose 10 pounds, then I'm going to be happy. And I think we get stuck in this cycle and it boils down to, as, as a woman, being secure in who I am and being able to make myself happy where I'm at in my life right now. Um, you can't rely on anybody else. It, you just, for your happiness, you've got to create that. And I think other experiences of people can make you happy, but at your core, that's got to come from you. Um, so that has just really stuck with me throughout the years and whatever I'm going through, I like think back to that moment in our kitchen when my dad told me that and I'm like, you got I, this girl. You got I, this love girl. That. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. And so true. So true. Okay. Rian, where can we stalk you? Tell our listeners all the deets, blog, Insta, anything you want our listeners to know to be able to find you. Awesome. Um, you can find me, um, on Instagram at Rayan Langus. Um, actually, that's across all social platforms. Um, and you can also find me at ray-everyday.com. Um, and that's my blog where I post about fashion, beauty, wellness, decor, all of that fun stuff. Awesome. And we'll link all of that in on our website and everywhere so that you guys can stalk her and become her best friend like we are. Yeah. <laughs> We you are guys so, are amazing. Oh, thank you. We're so glad you came on. And we just know that people are going to love your positivity and who you are. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much.